I saw God giving him a platform in Hollywood, this one. I saw him becoming very known and very famous. I don't know what you do, but I saw your star just going Because when I looked at him, I saw him becoming as big as Kevin Hart, this one. Oh, what do you do? <laughs> Stand up comedy. <laughs> in the realms of the spirit, when you were carrying him, there was a big challenge in the realm of the spirit. It was a difficult pregnancy to yes. carry him. Yes. To the point that it looked like you're going to lose him at some point. Yes. Because I remember I am seeing it in the realms of the spirit. When you're about four months going to five months, yes. I saw you bleeding that yes. you thought that you actually lost him. Yes, yes. Professor! I am trying to understand what these two angels are saying because I'm hearing one saying, God with us, and the other one is saying Emmanuel. Uh, what is that? spirit you see what is on your shirt the lord said me your name is what is on your shirt hallelujah what is your name rose what do you have on your shirt hallelujah ah, yeah, 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 yeah. i don't know why where's my mama gonna power i saw fire jumping from her and coming to you and i'm trying to understand why when i looked at you i saw her when i saw her i saw you are you a nurse you're in the medical field Go to her, put the mic on her. I'm a nurse. Were you married before? Divorce. Okay, go to my mama Ghana. I'm divorced. I saw somebody else with a name like Campbell. Campbell. As I was walking in the realms of the spirit, God says that he's about to bless the Campbell family. Prophesy. I saw somebody in the Bible called Anna, but God said no, Anne. Tracy Anne. Ah. Prophesy. I saw God taking words and run with it to the ends of the world. What does he do? Amen. Who is like Ogaga, Ogaga? Do you know somebody called Kenny? Kenny, that's me. Is Kenny, you? Ogba, Ogaga. Kenny. Ogba, Ogaga. Professor. Who has a name that starts with like an M? Just said Maria. Maria. <laughs> Because I was looking at you there, I'm seeing an M on your forehead. I saw God putting a garment on somebody called Jonathan. My first name. Professor. In 2013, you are not supposed to be here. Hey! You had surgery. Major surgery. I looked at you and I saw an x-ray. I saw your body beyond the flesh. And the Lord told me that we need to pray for his lungs. I'm sick right now. Where? In the, in the lungs. You've seen me before. I've never seen you before. How yeah. can I know these things? The one thing about you, you are real.
Ronde paste epa ruva kista amaradia atalabaste zefaku rendelegista apradehe zakatalamande le prande gista apraduva ekerebesente rakasute le prande paruva sea rigotolomande le kista faramande le paradia kosata lamande zekuta lama kiramande le paravoke zebrekita la prande kista aparadoshe zeketalamande le prado voste e peredia sante koramande le paravusta aparacoste zetetetetete kiramande le dedede zarabadadadada kiratolo bosente le pravedia zokatalamande korame 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 zakatila bashante le pravedia Parove sente sente le baste e pereve coramande perevisia atalamande socaramande le quita la prande gista ake licatoste e prevedista amarande le quista parove sente licosonte paruva zekete 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 la coste e paramande quita la ma zoka paravusta zeketele maradufa Zakatushte eperebetete kanto 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 la mande kanto la minda kantelebeste zufa talamande seketebe zufa paravunte le paravia hazeketebe zokatalamande sielento sakutalamande sielento paruva telemande kira atuva kerebese rabashonte le brande kista antalabaya Kerema redebesente kuria pasonte parove kesetelemara kusta aparadia kerabaste e prevente le brande rokoste e paradusta aparadonte le prava zakonte prevedista aparacoste zakatalamarandista aprevedebe koramase telebrande paruva sente Kira mandele korabasante robasinta la brande kista atalakusta verande 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 korande le prande kista la stick constellation glory fantelino aronde le pafa pafonte le prende karuta la mande kaprosete le brande kista kaprosonte le brinda kasonte kaprosita la brande kasuta la mande Kora masuta redebesanto lo pronde vika tala brande kesete rakusta aprevedebede rokosoto lo brande kista apravekete le mande zoka paruva sente rigotolo bonte le brande paria tonse zakatushte epravakasonte zakaparadia sonte Karia talamande le provedia sante zekarufa apradia zekete barunte le prande kista apradegesente le bande oh father i pray for everybody that is watching now i pray for everybody including myself we lift ourselves in your holy hands oh father we pray that your mighty mercy will be upon us that lord you purify us by your spirit that you make us worthy to stand in your presence oh lord as we are about to minister and to hear your word lord i pray that you prepare us and open us up especially father as we are dealing with the subject of assignment make it obvious for your people that are listening to my voice make it obvious make it obvious make it obvious that lord they should hear your voice and know where you want them to be father i thank you that this is accomplished in the mighty name of jesus Amen. I don't know what got over me as I was starting I just uh, I got into 
a mode of prayer. I don't even know how I got there. I had to actually bring myself back. But God bless everyone that is live right now. And I'm going to be speaking about, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be speaking about uh, the assignment part two. The believer's assignment part two. Yesterday we spoke about um, the, your first assignment is with your family. And I pray that a lot of people uh, listened and were blessed. I want you to share. I want you to message somebody. I want you to alert somebody. I want you to, to do something uh, to let somebody know that prophet Elias is on. And uh, God is going to bless you in a tremendous way. Especially what we are going to speak about now. My desire as usual is one thing. That through everything that we do, that the Lord Jesus will be glorified. Amen. That is the most important thing. All this means nothing if the Lord Jesus is not glorified. All this means nothing if the people of God are not brought back to God. The most important thing that makes you to know if a man is sent by God or not is where do they make you focus? We send people to Jesus. There is no day I've ever directed anybody to me. God brings people to me so that I bring them to him. Amen. No one can just go to God on their own. God will always use somebody that we will use to direct them to himself. So I'm here simply to do one thing, is to point you back to the living Jesus. Amen. That is the main goal. And I'm excited for this second part of this, um, uh, the second part of what we are going to talk about. Uh, is the believer's assignment part two. And uh, this one continues from where we stopped or where we left. Glory be to the Lord Jesus. Margaret, Margaret, Margaret Nganga, I'm praying for you. Uh, my daughter, I'm praying for you. Uh, we need to pray because I saw the hand of the Lord coming upon you. And I saw a mighty protection that God is releasing upon you and upon your family. I don't know why. When I saw your name, I saw a young boy. I don't know who this is. But it is like God has given you the grace to be a covering over this young boy. And it looks like this is a very young person. But it's like God has given you the grace to cover this child. There is a mighty grace upon you to cover your family and your people in prayer. That is why God has put you especially here to listen to this. Especially that, that young boy. I, I, I'm trying to see how old is in the spirit. But in my spirit I know one thing. That this young person is to be covered in prayer by you. God shall make you a mighty giant in the realm of the spirit. Amen. God shall make you a mighty giant in the realm of the spirit. God shall make you a mighty giant in the realm of the spirit. God shall make you a mighty giant in the realm of the spirit. God shall make you a mighty giant in the realm of the spirit. Um, 
this young boy, I don't know if it's, I, 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 I'm, I don't think it is yours, but I believe that, I don't know if it's a, a nephew or a cousin or what it is, but I saw a young boy that needs to be covered in prayer by you. But it's like God is going to make you a great giant because of this. Amen. God is going to give you the grace to become great in the spirit. I don't know how, uh, who this person is, but I believe that when you will encounter, it's like, it is like almost like an emergency that you need to be start covering this child. I don't know who this child belongs to. I'm sure it's not yours, but I believe that God is sending you to cover this child. Now, everybody that is watching, I'm going to continue part two of what uh, we were studying. Thank you, living Jesus. Now, listen to me carefully. I want us to go to the scriptures, but before I read, uh, I want you to know your first place of assignment was your family, your, your brothers, your sisters, your mother, your father, your uncles, your immediate family. It is like God's first assignment for everybody. Oh, you see, she says she doesn't have any children. Yes. I don't know who this boy is. It's going to be somebody either you're connected to or your family member or something. But there's a little boy that needs to be covered in prayer for you, by you. Uh, I migrate. So it's like God's first assignment for everybody is your family. There is a purpose why God put you together with your family, with your brother, your sister, your father, your mother. There is a reason why God, you, God set you apart to listen to this word because God himself wants to bring you to a greater place in the realm of the spirit so that you can be a blessing to so many people. Now, many a times people want to jump to do the will of God instead of, instead of beginning where God has planted you. God cannot send you to go and be a blessing in Sodom and Gomorrah before you start in your own house. Because God promotes everybody according to the faithfulness of where they are first. God cannot just promote you without actually rewarding you by the faithfulness of your commitment. So many a times people want to accelerate this process. Some people want to accelerate this process. They want to make it fast before God's time. Now remember, God does not operate by human time, but God operates according to events that you're able to enter into. So seasons are not determined by God, but they're determined by man because God gave man the ability to control seasons. That's why the Bible says you are tree planted in Lebanon by a river. So you are always in season even though you are in dry places. 
One of the things that you have to make sure that you have in your mind and you have it correctly and you have it all the way in you is to understand that you will be in dry places, but you will not be dry. I'll say that one more time. You will be in dry places, but you yourself will not be dry. That is why the Bible says you are a tree planted in Lebanon. Remember, Lebanon is a desert. Lebanon is not a place that is green, but you are tree planted by a river in Lebanon. Now, so meaning the tree is not inside the river, but it's planted by the river. Now, the strength or the ability of a tree to get water so that the tree can feed on the minerals from the water and the water itself. It's about how deep the roots go. It's not by it being in the water. Mm. A tree being in the water can be its destruction. Mm. But the ability for the tree to go deep into the ground determines its ability. Now you have to remember the most difficult soil to plant into or unfertile soil is the desert. I wish somebody could hear me. It is unfertile land. That's why if, if the desert was able to just plant things, people would have been buying the desert out. But the desert is just that one place that things don't grow. But God is saying you, you will grow because you are by a river. Your source is not the desert. Your source is coming from somewhere else to water you in the desert. Remember, the Lord Jesus had to enter the wilderness before he can be a blessing to people. The most powerful wilderness, the most powerful wilderness, the most powerful wilderness, is not what people say about you. Is not even in the field of ministry. God bless Dubai. Um, somebody's watching from Dubai. God bless Dubai because of you. It's not even, uh, it, is not, it is not the church. If you cannot handle your own family, you will not be able to handle the church. Let's just be honest. People you have, affection for or people whom you love is much harder to deal with because you have expectations from them. But people who you don't know, you don't expect anything. If they do you wrong, you can just move on. There's no attachment. So, so many people get disappointed because of the idea of church and not actually what church is. You can't go into a mental institution and expect people to be rational. I feel like I'm speaking to myself. You can't go into such a place and expect people to be rational. You can't go to a place where people have confusion and expect them not to be confused about who you are. I, I don't know if somebody's grabbing what I'm trying to say here. So your increase spiritually is dependent on the experiences that you've gone through. 
If your father and mother and your brothers and your sisters can be against you, it won't matter if somebody that is a stranger is against you. If your own flesh and blood can do that to you, who is anybody out there? That is why God makes sure that the first test of your life will not come from outside, but you come from people that you have made your family. Because there's the family of God, which is the church. And then there is the family that you're born into. And there are those people that you have made your family. The family of God, which is the church. The family that you are born into. And your own family that you have formed. The family of God are those who are going to complement where you're going. The family you're born in is the family that are going to bring out the hidden things that in you. But the family you have made is your comfort zone. Those people you can be free with and do whatever with because there's no accountability or they agree with the idea of what you do. An example is if you go to gangs, you find that people in gangs hang out with gang people. It's a family they have created. Thieves, even though there's no honor among thieves, they still gather together around thieves. Because a thief cannot be a friend to somebody that is not a thief. They will steal from you. And that relationship will break. But if they know each other, they are a thief. They know I need to hide my stuff because he might steal from me because I would do the same. I don't know if somebody is following me. So your first assignment is your immediate family. And I think I talked about that in depth yesterday. But today I'm going to talk about your second assignment as you are going through your family's assignment. Your second assignment is your neighbor. The second assignment is your neighbor. Because remember, you treat your neighbor different from how you treat your brother and your sister and your father and mother. And when I'm talking about your neighbor, I'm not talking about necessarily the person next door. But the people who are after your family. Because Jesus made a difference between servants, friends, servants, friends, and his brothers and sisters. He said, my brothers and sisters are those who listen to my word and obey it. Those who are obedient to him, he said, I no longer call you servants, but I call you friends. So Jesus is making difference between relationship. That is why people don't understand this. God loves everybody, but God's relationship to people is not all the same. I'm going to say that one more time. God loves everybody, but his relationship to everybody is not the same. God loves everybody, but his relationship to people is different. It is dependent on who and where they are on the spectrum of relationship. He said, my friend Moses, I speak face to face, mouth to mouth. If they be a prophet among you, I'll speak to them through visions and dreams. And dark riddles. So you can be a prophet, but you're not his friend that he will talk mouth to mouth. 
So even though God loves everybody, he's dealing with people is different. The Lord is speaking to Jeremiah, is telling him, even if Moses and Samuel were here, I would not change my mind. For these are stiff-necked people, meaning God is saying, you know what, I love you, Jeremiah, but even Moses and, Eli and, and Samuel, I was closer to them than you. They could tell me to change my mind than I would. But even if they were here, I would not change my mind. God just told you my relationship was deeper with Moses and Samuel more than you, Jeremiah. Because if I am making comparisons, it means that one was better. I feel like I'm talking to myself. I, I, I don't know if somebody's catching this. Yeah. If the Lord God can compare relationships... If God is comparing the relationship, it simply means one thing. One person has a deeper relationship with him than another, but he loves them both the same. So their dealings through grace determines how God will commune with you and communicate with you. God is telling Jeremiah, one of the best prophets in the scriptures, even if Moses and Samuel were here, I will not change my mind. Meaning that you can't change my mind, but even those who could change my mind cannot change my mind. He just compared two relationships. Have you ever been with a relationship with a person and he tells you about their past relationship and say, you know, he was a nice guy. <laughs> and you feel crushed, you're like, man. <laughs> or she was a nice girl, you know, but... <laughs> But the only reason why God is doing this is doing this for one reason. He's doing this to show us that there is a deeper place that you can be. But God deals with you. Your relationship with God is based on one thing and one thing only. Where are you positioning yourself in terms of relationship? Now, the relationship of God is based on his interests. A lot of people are going to make it to heaven. And there are a lot of people in heaven. And if I can be honest with you, I believe there are more people in heaven than in hell. If you compare the people in hell and the people in heaven, heaven has more people. If you read the Gospels, the Bible says that the Lord Jesus went into hell and preached the gospel to the prisoners who were in hell. Even from the patriarch Noah unto the time of Jesus. And he led the captives, he left, he led the captives out of hell. Meaning from the time of Noah to the time of Jesus, everybody that ever went down there, Jesus preached to them and he brought them out. Wow. Wow. It's in your Bible. I did not say that. That's in your scriptures. Now you have to try and calculate. From the time of Noah. <laughs> To the time of Jesus. Remember, the Lord Jesus is a little bit over 2,000, 2,000 and some change years ago. The Lord Jesus was physically on earth. How many years is it from the time of Jesus to know? Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah was about five or 400 years. Between four and 500 years to the time of Jesus. How far is Noah? 
God is good. God doesn't want people in hell. So the dealings of God with men is based on where you are with him. So the more you can be in your assignment, you move from being a faithful servant to a friend, to a close friend, to a co-heir with Christ, to one with Christ. So these are different dimensions of relationships with the King of Glory. These are different dimensions of relationships with the King of Glory. Now, the question is this to those who are watching. If you don't know your place of assignment, remember the Lord gave talents to his servants, three servants, I believe. One he gave one talent, another he gave two, another one he gave four. He gave five, two, and one. Five, two, and one. The one with five added more. The one with two gained two more. The one with one hid it. Notice the Lord did not tell them what to do with it, but he gave it to them. So the Lord's mind was, you need to create interest with what I've given you. So what I've given you is supposed to do something. If you don't do something with it, you're an evil and wicked servant. So when people say that I want to stand before God and you say, well done, good and faithful servant, is because you have gained with what God gave you. Not because you went through life being a Christian. I need somebody to hear this. It's not because you went through life being a Christian. But it is because where God gave you something, you did not bury it in the sand. But you used it to gain more for the kingdom of God. I feel like I'm talking to myself. That is why I promise you, a lot of religious people will be shocked. You know, like I'll give an example if it's okay for me to share this. Uh, I, I, you remember when I did a video on why you should not seek God? Deep video. But somebody who did not watch it through can have their own conclusions of what they think. Because the problem with religious people, they are not teachable. That's the spirit of the 13th apostle. They think they know the scripture so well that they want to expose everybody. But somebody who has an exposing mentality is already, they don't understand that if God gave you a burden for the church, you will be prayerful. You will not be somebody who is dividing the kingdom, but you will be somebody who is praying for the body and uniting the body. You will be making a channel talking about how many people need to join in praying for the men of God because this is the body of Christ. But many notice, if you go on YouTube right now and type uh, prophet so-and-so exposed, even prophet Lovi exposed, you'll find a, a lot of people talking about how they've exposed men of God. But no one has a channel talking about, let us pray for this minister, that minister, let us join the body of Christ. None. Because they don't understand that you're operating with a false spirit 
if he knew there is the spirit of division. Listen, I know myself and I know that I teach people and I lead people to Christ. That's what I've always done. That's what I will always do. But you find somebody who will still find a reason to put a video, Prophet Lovey exposed. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because in their mind, in their mind, they seek to show how people have missed it. But they don't understand that if God can show you somebody has missed it, what are you doing about it? This is why it's important to know your place of assignment. That is why it's important to know your place of assignment. That is what important to know your place of assignment. I don't know if somebody's catching this. Glory to God. La porabasante. Kerebasto opra ketelegista aprakatuvelemande. Zakarabasonte. I don't know if somebody is getting me. So your next assignment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, um, uh, I don't know. Uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Margaret. Margaret, who was born in, I think this is 1991. I believe this is 1991. 1991. Do you know anyone born in 1991? No, you... Who, who is born like 1991? I know that you are a little forward, but I'm trying to locate who, who are these people that I just saw. La Procasante Le Brande Gista. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So somebody needs to understand this. So your next place of assignment, the greatest prophet. <laughs> you, 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 you. My guy. I hear like you're preaching. Yeah, I'm actually live. I'm live right now. But as soon as I'm done, I'll call you. This is the great prophet right. Charles. I'll call you right after I'm done. Wow. Bless, bless everyone. Bless everyone. Love you guys. Uh, they are this blessed. The I I'm actually calling for advice. Ah, there's no, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way. There's no way you can call me for advice. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Ah, uh, no problem, yeah, prophet. I don't know about that, but we'll see, prophet. God bless you. La <laughs> rabasa. Now check this out. Olaba, can you can you find out Margaret? Because I'm trying to connect the dot with that little boy. Now catch this. Your second assignment is with your neighbor. Let's go quickly in scripture. Let's go to John. John. 
First John chapter number four, verse twenty to twenty-one. First John twenty-seven, twenty-seven, twenty-seven. Um, chapter, uh, chapter four, verse twenty to twenty-one. First John, chapter four, verse twenty to twenty-one. Amen. Glory be to Jesus. La pora basante, le cora basante le prande akaradosh. Alia coste embra dia sonte. Oh Jesus, are you ready? You got it. Yes. Mm-hmm. If a man say, "I love God and hateth his brother," he is a liar. For he hath, for he that loveth not his brother, whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? And one, this one command- more time. Okay. 26, 26. If a man say, I love God mm-hmm. and hateth his brother, mm-hmm. he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother, whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? Now look at that. God is saying, if you cannot love the person you see, then you cannot love him. Mm-hmm. So the reason why a lot of people miss God is simply because of one thing. I, I, I don't know if somebody is catching me. Uh, somebody is watching from Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe is blessed. Amen. So the evidence of love, the evidence of love is when you start knowing how to love people. But I will teach you how to love yourself so that you can love people. Look at this. Go to uh, Mark chapter 12, verse 31. Mark 12, 31. Amen. And the second is like, namely this. Mm -hmm. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. Notice, Jesus said, love your God with all your heart. And your second commandment is what? Love your neighbor. Love who? Your neighbor. And there is no great commandment than this. So your first assignment and your greatest assignment out of your family, because your family is yourself, is your flesh and blood. You have no choice. But once you walk out of that door, that's when you start expressing the second commandment after loving God. Now, the problem with the the neighbor is this. The The problem with neighbor is this. God is not demanding anybody. Now, I want you to pay attention to this and pay attention to this as, as much as you can. God is not demanding anybody to pretend. Because the Lord Jesus said this, love your neighbor as yourself. I'm going to give you five things to show, to equip you, to begin to do the work that has grown from your house to your neighbors before God sends you 
into the church and into the world at large. You see, a lot of people say, uh, I am a prophet or apostle or evangelist or pastor or teacher sent to the world. But the truth is, if you did not do the work in your house and to your neighbors, how will God send you to the world? Doesn't make any kind of sense. Number one, you can never love your neighbor until you know how to love yourself. I'm going to repeat this, and this is very important. Self-love is a great thing. Now, people read this scripture and misinterpret it. People read this scripture and what? Misinterpret it. They think it means love your neighbor more than yourself. The Bible does not say love your neighbor more than yourself. It says love your neighbor as you love yourself. So the standard in which I do something for my neighbor is based on how I do it for myself. I'm going to say it one more time. The standard in which I love my neighbor is by learning to love myself. If I don't know how to love myself, I can never love anybody else. What does that mean? How does self-love? Listen, we are not talking about vain love. Because there are people who have vain love in them. What do I mean by vain love? They just want to look nice without looking nice inside. Their adorning is of the outward man, not of the inward man. They are not building the person inside. They are building the person outside. They are not building the person inside. They are simply building the person what? Outside. The external person is whom they are working on, not the internal person. That is vain love. Vain love leads you to want to look better than other people. Not to look good for yourself. But when other people see you, they're going to say, wow, look how good she looks or look how good he looks. That's vain love. That's not self-love. That actually shows that your validation of loving yourself is in other people's mouth and not yourself. If nobody compliments you, if nobody can turn their head to look at you, you are not okay until you cause a reaction from somebody. That is vain love. You don't love yourself. Your love for yourself is based on people. Not on what God has put in you. Not on what you learned about you in the presence of God. Not about how, how you developed yourself to understand the value of what Jesus put in you. You can never go and start helping the needy before you help the needy in your own house. You cannot go out and feed the needy before you are fed yourself. Oh, I just want people not to be hungry, but you are, you are starving yourself of the word of God. Vain love. How I want people to receive the word of God should be based on how I have fed myself the word of God. How I want the homeless not to go hungry or the fatherless, the motherless, or the widows and the widowers, should be a reflection of how I have fed myself in the presence of God, from the hand of God himself, from the mouth of God himself. 
So we have people who are faking spirituality, thinking that they are right, but they are hypocrites in God's sight. Because their standard is not from how they have loved themselves. Remember, God is not saying be a lover of, you, of the flesh, of your own flesh, of your own vanities, but be a lover of whom God has developed you to be. There's a big difference. Inside of you, there is a world changer. Inside of you, there is a Moses that will deliver people. Inside of you, there is a healer that God put in there. Inside of you, the lion of the tribe of Judah is in you. There are so many dynamic levels and dimensions of what God has put in you. That like a sculpture, you need to carve out or like a, like a treasure, you need to dig out and remove the dirt to discover who you are and what time it took for you to find those treasures that God put in you. So that when you look at a person, you don't see condemnation, you don't see judgment, you don't see they are wrong, but you see the treasure. A treasure hunter does not mind that they will dig 20 feet, 30 feet, 100 feet. They are interested in the diamond that is hiding down there. They are not interested in the rocks that they may encounter. They are not interested in the dirt, how dirty they will get when they go in there. They are not interested in the sickness that may be around there. Their goal is they know, if I can dig out what God put in there, my life will change. I, I feel like I'm talking to myself. This is what God wants people to have. God does not want you to be validated by people. Pressure makes diamonds. It is because of pressure that we have diamonds in the earth. Some of you run away from the pressure of allowing God to perfect you. But you hide yourself so that you appear a certain way in the presence of people. So what happens is you end up moving backwards. Moving backwards instead of moving forward. Moving backwards instead of moving what? Forward. So you end up, instead of progressing, you are moving backwards because simply... Even though you can pretend in the presence of people, even though you can look good before people, the reality is this, in front of God and in God's eyes you have failed. Because you are faking what you're giving, you don't have it. If you have never met somebody who is judgmental, they don't know how to love themselves. That is why the Lord Jesus said, judge not and you will not be judged. There is a reason why the Lord Jesus said that. Judge not and you will not be judged. Judge not and you will not be judged. Judge not and you will not be what? Judged. Judge not and you will not what? Be judged. Because somebody who knows that God forgave them 
And remember, the Bible says that he that is forgiven much loves much. So people who have less love, they have self-righteousness. They have not loved themselves. They have taken God's mercy as if it is them that improved and not because of mercy. So they condemn others, they judge others because they forget that they were on the same chopping block. They were on the same highway to the pit. But God's forgiveness and mercy brought them from that place. I, I don't know if I'm talking to myself. I love people so much because God has forgiven me much. Uh, Margaret, uh, Margaret again, who I'm seeing a two and a six spinning in in the heavens. A two and a six spinning in the heavens. A two and a six spinning in the heavens. A two and a six spinning in the heavens, but I'll come back to it. Now look at this. So number one, remember, love is not in feelings. Okay, uh, Jan Wan Park, I called so many people, but I also like, it took me a little while, but you'll be one of my first people tomorrow. I called so many people on one-on-one and there are more people I'm going to call tomorrow because of time. I did not want to call people too late, but I'll definitely call you tomorrow. Just be a little patient with me, but I will get to you for sure tomorrow. I I don't know if somebody's catching this. I don't know if somebody's catching this. Oh, you're 26. Okay. So capture, capture this. Capture this, la provakia sante le brandikista. So, love. I don't know why. November is going to be a special month for you, uh, Margaret. November will be a very special month for you. I saw a gift waiting for you in the month of November. I saw a special gift waiting for you in the month of November. I saw a special gift waiting for you in the month of November. But in the spirit, it's like your gift was before but I'm seeing your gift being moved to the month of November. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, look at this. Look at this. Love is centered on one thing. Are you ready? Love is centered on one thing. Love is not centered on feelings, but love is centered on errors. Because God loved the world when the world was wrong. 
So you don't love yourself because of the perfection, but you love yourself because of the many errors that you saw within yourself and God showed you the good side of what was inside of you. Mm. Let me show it to you. How do you love yourself? Number one is you need to learn to forgive yourself. People who see sin and they condemn sin without mercy and patience with a person who is struggling with sin, they have not forgiven themselves. Because they are making it out to be that they overcame sin because of their strength. I don't know if somebody's catching me. For them, for them, they are condemning sin based off what they think that they are perfect. Not remembering that I used to be in that place. God forgave me. God built me up. God removed me from there. Now, let me show people how to get to this place that God has put me. So what that does when they condemn and make you, how could you say that? How could you do this? How could you do that? They push you out of church or they do that. Just know that person has never forgiven themselves. Because remember, they are sinning at home. Especially people who have a hyper spirituality, which is not from God. Because when somebody becomes really spiritual, they understand people's weaknesses. And they understand how to deal with people of weaknesses. They comprehend it. They understand how to handle it. They understand how to move with it. But people who have never forgiven themselves, they don't look at themselves. They see you. They are seeing the brush under the rug because nobody can see. If you ever see a man or a woman of God, if you see... <laughs> a man or a woman of God that is overly, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this. It's because their condemnation inside of them is what is making them talk. They are speaking out of the condemned heart that they are carrying inside of them. It is the condemnation inside of them because they have already condemned that skirt because if they see themselves in it, they will say that they are sinning. So everybody they're looking at, they're looking through the eyes they have already condemned themselves. Like I, I gave an example. Like I gave an example. Uh, somebody on YouTube watched uh, the video, what was it called again? Uh, why you should not seek God. But they did not listen to the whole thing. They watched for 10 minutes or 15 minutes. They said, we can't watch it anymore. I couldn't watch it anymore because uh, 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 God, the Bible says clearly, you seek God through the scriptures, not GPS of where he is. You don't seek God in scripture. The scripture points you to how, where to find him. But the seeking is not in scripture. That's why the Lord Jesus said, you seek the scriptures, thinking in them you'll find life. But the scriptures point to me. But Jesus came to people who studied scriptures and they didn't know him. Mm. 
Do you see how dangerous that is? So people who are always afraid of somebody being deceived is because them themselves, they're already deceived. And automatically they assume that people are doing this because they want to provoke some hidden knowledge of God or they want to show how, uh, how some deep revelation to prove something about God or themselves. Those are people who have no revelation. They are stuck to the book. They don't know this is just a guide to open up a certain place. So people will always look at you. People will always look at you through their own eyes of error. Somebody who looks at you through the eyes of Jesus is because they have remembered where Jesus has brought them from. So they cannot look at things that are beneath Jesus. They will look at what Jesus is looking at. But people who are captured by their own condemnation, they have never forgiven themselves. They treat everybody in the same thing. Their standard, their level of observing and looking at people is centered on themselves. It's about where they are with God. So many of you, you are watching me right now. Your lack of patience for people is because you're not patient with yourself. You're condemning people is because you're st- your condemning people is because you still condemn those things in you. You are not delivered from sin. Because somebody who is delivered from sin sees sin and he sees mercy. They need help. They don't see sin and see hell. They see a danger of somebody being lost. They don't condemn people. The way you forgive yourself is by understanding that God is not angry with me, so I cannot be angry with myself. I need to surrender myself in God's hand, who is merciful, so that he helps me. And when you make that decision, helping others will be easy. Because you'll be a manifestation of the testimony of what God has done for you. You will not just be words, but a manifestation of it. I don't know if I'm clear to somebody. I don't know if I'm clear to somebody. I don't know if I'm clear with somebody. Forgive yourself. You need to sit down and look at yourself and forgive yourself. Because when God forgives you, he forgives you so that you can forgive yourself. Before you go before God to ask him to forgive you, you must have already forgiven yourself. Because if you can't forgive yourself, God can't hear you. Because going to God is because you know God is already merciful with you. So somebody 
somebody who has never forgiven themselves, they'll be a religious people. Mm. Oh, my, my aunt and my mom is here. Uh, mama, mama, you're there. That, that's my mom. Rachel Ngizulu is my mom. That's my mother. That's my auntie slash mom. I was actually talking about you today, mama. So this work begins internally. Internally. You need to learn to forgive yourself. That is why David spoke to himself and began to say, within himself, praise the Lord, O my soul, and forgive not his be- forget not his benefits. He forgiveth all our sins. He began to talk to himself. He said, my soul, don't be cast down. Don't be discouraged. He forgives all our sins. He heals all our sicknesses. He began with sin because David knew that he had a lot of weaknesses. But God always overlooked his weaknesses. So he could not look at another person and condemn them for weakness. That is why when he killed his friend and took his friend's wife and the prophet came and asked him, David, there is a man who killed his friend. What should happen to him? He said, that person should be killed, put to, to death. And immediately the prophet said, you are that man. He fell on his knees and he began to repent because he had forgotten, he had entered into self-righteousness. The church is in self-righteousness. That is why people in the world, they feel condemned to enter the churches because the people who are speaking, them themselves, they are projecting their own condemnation to people. Yet the Bible is saying, those who are in Christ, there's no condemnation. God wants us to feel sorry for what we have done so that we can change it. But he does not want us to carry condemnation. Somebody who is condemned in themselves, you know what you did? Do you know that fire can come on you? Do you know God can reject you? Do you know how you're endangering your life? Ah, uh-uh. Your job is to tell me, don't worry, that's a small thing. God is bigger than that. Just go to God, he will help you. You pray together with them, you encourage them out of it. No one runs away from sin because they are afraid of hell. That's pretending. God wants you to stop something because he has helped you, number one. God wants you to stop something because you understand what it's doing to you. God does not want you to run away from sin because it will send you to hell. Because that's pretending. You are doing something because you don't want to die, not because it's good for you. I don't know if I'm talking to myself. Listen clearly. Number three, encourage yourself. Somebody who has never encouraged themselves, they can never encourage people. Every encouragement you give to people that you don't use on yourself is false. Because everything that you deliver to others must be something that you have delivered to yourself first. Whatever I give to my brother, my sister, my mother, my father, my uncle, my whoever, must be something that I've given to myself first. It cannot be something 
that I am thinking of giving because it's what Jesus would do. That is why my, my daughter Loria was uh, speaking to me uh, yesterday. Uh, she sent me a message. She said, Papa, thank you so much because uh, I think I'm one of those people that would, would send somebody something and say, I did it because God told me. Not I did it because it's the right thing. If I come to you and say, oh, God told me to be patient with you. Not I am patient with you because God is patient with me. Not I'm encouraging you because God encouraged me. But I'm doing it because God said so. So it did not come out of the goodness of your heart. It's false. That is why you cannot love somebody with the love of God. <laughs> I love you with the love of Jesus. Uh-uh, you can't. If the love of Jesus is manifested in you, you will love with your own heart. That is why the Lord Jesus said, forgive. He multiplied a lot of numbers and said, forgive that much. He did not say, ask God for the power of forgiveness. <laughs> he said, forgive this much. So we say, oh, I love you with the love of Christ. It's false. The love of Christ means, if I tell you I love you with the love of Christ, is I'm saying I am loving you the same way God forgave me. I am reflecting that forgiveness that I have experienced in me to you. It is not I am just embracing you how God will embrace you. No, 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 no. It is fake if I am not bringing it out of the reserve of my heart. Encourage yourself in God. Somebody who is encouraging themselves is because they know they have shortcomings. So I can encourage myself in God so that I can encourage what? Others. Somebody who has never encouraged themselves, they have no ability to encourage others. They will project works. Keep the Sabbath. Do this. Do that. There will be law, 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 law. That them themselves they cannot keep. So instead of encouraging people, they will give them laws to do. Mm. Have you ever gone to the gym to work out and when you are not able to, they tell you, one more, you can do it, one more. And even they pretend to, to help you lift the, the bar. They will put a finger and you push it with everything and you actually lift it, but it wasn't even them, it was you. Mm -hmm. Somebody encouraged you and you did the impossible. So if you have never been that person that you've been, as, do they call it a spotter in gym? Spotter, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, somebody who has spotted you in gym, in the gym. When you experience that, even you become pumped up. All right, bro, let's go. Let's go, sis, one more. You can do it, you can do it. Come on, put your everything. Good job. That's why when you go to the gym, you find the people in the gym don't knock each other down. Because they know the struggle of being on the receiving end of, They know how it feels like. I feel like I'm talking to myself. The trainer won't say, oh my God, you're so weak. Why are you so weak? In fact, they'll tell you, no, 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 actually keep coming. You'll be surprised with the results that you get. Don't give up. Don't give up. Keep coming. Don't miss it. Don't cheat. Don't do cheat days and whatever. At least have one. They're encouraging you based on their experience. They're not encouraging you based on what is just good. They know that them themselves, they never used to have six-pack. 
They know them themselves. They never had whatever they were trying to achieve in the gym. But they know what it took to get it. So they know you can get it too. Let's move quickly. Glory, Fantelino. Be patient with yourself. If you know you make mistakes, and if you know that not only mistakes, but the good you want to do, you are not able to do it, but you keep pushing to do it. You know, some people are giving up themselves with themselves. They are not patient. If you ever met a Christian that is just saying, this is who I am, <laughs> they gave up on themselves. I'll say that again. If you ever meet somebody that is just saying, this is who I am, they gave up on themselves. Marcos, Marcus, God bless you. The nation of Zambia is blessed because of you. Mompati uh, from Botswana, God bless you. If you have no patience with yourself, how will you be patient with the people, with your neighbors? If you give up on yourself, it means you lacked patience of your development. So you give up on everybody else also. I don't know if somebody is, ca is, ca is catching this. If you have no patience in you, you give up on yourself. But when you stand before people, this is what you'll be doing. When somebody does so, ah, whatever, it's because you yourself, you have forgotten how many times you missed it. And you have to be like, man, I gotta do better. People who are about self-development, their patience with their themselves, and they can be patient with others. Because if you don't have these attributes, do you imagine Jesus being with Judas but is patient? Never even showed Judas. He revealed to Judas his day, you are the betrayer. When Judas was about to betray him because he actually, it was his destiny. But the whole time, Jesus never discriminated upon him. Judas was sleep, stealing money, but Jesus understood he's stealing money is because he will sell me at the end. His love of money is good. <laughs> so if I have not developed patience for myself, I'll never be patient with anybody. God is so tremendously patient with us. Why aren't we patient with people? Because we have not patient with ourselves. If I'm patient with myself, if I am patient with myself, if I am indeed patient with myself, Something happens. I start to do the same thing to the people around me. 
my voice will never be raised against somebody because I am patient. I will never scream at somebody because I am patient with myself. So even if somebody wants to irritate me, I will be patient. When I see somebody falling, I will be patient because I develop patience for myself. So I understand the discipline of patience with others. Even if I'm not going to walk with somebody, I know how to peaceably and peacefully part ways. Some of you, somebody just, listen, I'm good. I don't need to be talking to you anymore. Then two weeks later, you, you, they're the ones that are carrying your breakthrough. You can't even approach them anymore and what God gave you to break through is in them. You messed it up because you lacked what? Patience. Patience gives you the grace to be observant. Do you know what makes you deep in the prophetic? Is your ability to be patient to watch what is happening. Your ability to just observe with no hurry. Some people, one thing, they just start screaming. Zero patience. Zero patience. Zero patience in them. Somebody who lacks patience with themselves, they will never be patient with people. Number five. Focus on being perfected by God. Focus on being perfected by God. If you read 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse number 6, he says, We speak wisdom to them that are perfect. But people say there's no such thing as being perfect. But the Bible is telling you there are people that are perfect. Mm. But where is perfection found? Nkosi, uh, standing in for Johannesburg, South Africa. God bless you. I don't know why. When I read your name, immediately I saw a crown. Amen. I saw a crown. I saw a crown. This is on Facebook. <laughs> this name's Jesus. Kutla, hey. Kutiwano, I don't know why Kutiwano, I saw a crown on your head. But it was like, it was a crown. When I, when I, when I, when I, when I saw your name and I read your name, I don't know why, I saw a crown. I saw a crown. I'm, I'm not understanding why I saw a crown. 
but it looked like a, it, it looked like a, a, a it looked like a, a what is this called? Um, you know, like a king's crown. Mm. I don't know if it makes sense. I, I don't know if it makes sense. Maybe she can tell us. But there is like a, a, a royalty anointing upon you, meaning that God is going to make you be somebody of great authority Amen. and power when you open your mouth. Amen. I, I have, I'm trying to understand. I don't know if she's there or if, it's, if there's a delay in how they hear me. La coraba sante. Coramba dila aste e prevedia soncaradia saparadea. Perfecting self. Allow God to perfect you. People who know that there is a higher level that one can reach. Can you scroll up the, the, the comments? Zakatabarande. <laughs> she said, K for short prophet. La Paracusha. Hey. Hey, you <laughs> Let me ask you something. K, what does your name mean? Your first and your last name? You said, yes, you are right, but I want to understand what that means. But I don't know if it is your real family name or if it's a name you gave yourself. Can you explain to me? Now watch this. Uh, now, now watch this. How does God perfect somebody? If I know that I need God to help me, from speaking too much. It's like if you understand that I am dealing with lies or I am dealing with cursing or talking too much and you're before God to help you, you know where you are in error. You're being perfected. So perfection, uh, what did she mean to say? Crown. So it means, because it means king. It means king. Ah. Wow. Deep. Wow. wow. Extra deep. Hey. Wow. I don't know if somebody is catching this. When you are allowing God to work on you from where you are, you're not pretending to be here, but you know you are here, and you're allowing God to perfect you. That is being perfected. Never worry. Never worry about where people are, because you cannot benefit people until God changes you to be a blessing to people. So many people have failed because they are waiting for God to make them better. But God makes you better by admitting where you are in his, in, in his sight. Mm. What others are doing is not your business. It's between them and God. Your business is to be an example to them. 
Allow God to perfect you. Because the ministry that touches the people around you, what touches the people around you is what the work that God has done in you. Is the work that the Lord has done in you. So I'm going to say this this way. La paracusha, le prondegista aparavonte, le brandegista aparafante, corande berede dia sopracato, le brande paruva casonte, zede bequete le bantolo pronde bete le cushta aprovatia sante, racasata la barababa, rege de gedegedegedosh, rede besente le prande gusta aparavonte, zacarabasonte le prande vacusta, Zekoraba sante le prande gusta aparavante le guia. Zekoto lo pronde paravista akora masonte. Rago sonte le brande beste ika. Rapata pa 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 pa. Allow God to perfect you in his hands. You are not imperfect. That's a lie. If you know where you are and you're allowing God to work on you, then you're perfected because you can never hear God beyond the level of perfection that you're in. You hear God according to your level of perfection that he has performed upon you. If you are still thinking sin is bigger than God, then you will hear God concerning that area until you come out of it. So now listen to me clearly, children of God. When you do these five things that I've given you, now you're entering the assignment that God has prepared for you. Helena watching from Cote d'Ivoire, West Africa. Bonjour, bonjour. As Ivory Coast. Zoka parava tila caste e prevente. Moriando le besente, ligo rabasante. Pravontolo coste e prevedia. Tanzania in the house, God bless you. So I want you to do something tonight. I want you to go before God and you're going to spend some time in prayer today. You're going to ask God to develop you in these five areas that I've given you points for. As God begins to do this in you and you begin to exercise it, you'll be able to be a blessing to the neighbors around you. Because the standard, God loves us according to how he loves himself. God would give Jesus for himself. That's why he gave Jesus to us. So God loves us according to how he loves himself. That is why he gave us his only begotten son because that's what meant the most to him. It means he would give it to himself also. 
because he kept that part for himself for a long time until he decided to give men so that he can gain more. So right now I am talking to everybody that is watching me. Your prayer assignment is for these five things. As you accomplish these five things, God is going to launch you into a greater destiny. Amen. And I think tomorrow in church is going to be a dangerous prophetic service. Amen. Tomorrow in service is going to be a dangerous, triple dangerous, quadruple dangerous prophetic service. Amen. <coughs> but today, your prayer point is these five things. And watch how God is going to do something in your life. I bless you. I love you. All those who are giving and all those who want to give, go to prophetlovey.com. And God is going to do something marvelous in your life. I bless you and I pray for you that God will perfect you in these areas. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen and amen and amen. You are blessed. Shalom. I saw God giving him a platform in Hollywood, this one. I saw him becoming very known and very famous. I don't know what you do, but I saw your star just going. Because when I looked at him, I saw him becoming as big as Kevin Hart, this one. What do you do? Stand up comedy. In the realms of the spirit, when you were carrying him, there was a big challenge in the realm of the spirit. It was a difficult pregnancy to yeah. carry him. Yeah. To the point that it looked like you're going to lose him at some point. Yeah. Because I remember, I am seeing it in the realms of the spirit. When you're about four months, going to five months, yeah. I saw you bleeding that yeah. you thought that you actually lost him. Yes, yes. Professor! So I am trying to understand what these two angels are saying because I'm hearing one saying, God with us, and the other one is saying Emmanuel. Uh, what is that? Yeah. Huh? You said what?